you know. On like Donkey Kong. <laughs> Kill the brain. I have a box filled with heads and hands. Shalom. To Brain Dead Radio episode 194, with you as always is Rob C to the J, and of course, motherfucking Alright! Oh, and we're back. The boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. Uh, all three of us are back. Ari, you've been on vacation like an uh, adult. Uh, CJ, and I don't know what that means. We have staycations. <laughs> you went somewhere for a week. Where the fuck you been, sir? Uh... Oh, I was up, up in the beautiful woods of Big Bear, playing in snow. And um, eating uh, too much food, and and just looking at looking at the fireplaces and and the birds. It seems and, odd when you say snow. Yeah, that's a California. When for we you. think of California, we're just like, oh, it's like desert heat all the time. But apparently, there's some Narnia where you walk through a wardrobe, and all of a sudden, you're in like a winter wonderland. Yeah, for fun, they go play in the snow. Like, what kind of weird bullshit is that? Ari's like, I'll suck some dick for some Turkish delight. (laughs) The Turkish delight up there is delightful, (laughs) as the name implies, and it's not even from Turkey, which is weird. So, so do you ski? Like, I mean, are are you just making snow angels for a week? Like, snowshoe? Yeah, like, what are you doing in the snow for fun? Like, I hate the snow. Like, we have the snow for like nine months of the year, and it sucks. What does someone do for fun? In the snow. Well, the elusive snowdew is hard to find. <laughs> snow, s- s- snow to us, snow to us is kind of like a unicorn. Like we don't really like we hear about it and we we see people talking about it and shit, but we never actually really see it. So we do have to travel through this wardrobe. It's, it's not a lot of clothes. It's just a bunch of hanging uh, fleshlights, which is odd. But my kind of wardrobe. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't choose what's what's in the wardrobe. I just I just travel through it. And we end up in this magical little place that has uh, patches of snow and snowboarding and skiing and snow tubing. And Luke likes to go in the tubes and go down hills really fast. And that's what I do with him. So are you? That, that begs the question. Uh, the only thing I know about. Uh, I mean, I, I I'm just gonna say that based on the fact that you, for a week you decided to go to the snow, that you're a rich Californian. Uh, that you know, like the, the 80s, yeah, or like you know the '80s ski school stuff. So, like, are you one of those skiers, or like, like the get off my get get off my hill, you damn dirty <laughs> snowboarder? Or are you a snowboarder? Like, what what do you what, what is your uh, what is your trans uh, mode of transportation in the snow, Ari? Well, the only thing Skier. I've ever done before is is actually snowboard. I've never oh. I've never skied, but it's been. Quite, quite a few many years since I have snowboarded. So what we're going to do is next time, because it's getting warm and the snow's a melting, so there wasn't a lot of it. So next time we will be, we go up there and there is a lot of snow, we're going to get Luke enrolled in some uh, snowboarding lessons. Okay, again, this is my complete uh, ignorant uh, knowledge of geography, but like, how much snow is there in California? Like, I don't picture... Like CJ was saying, like, what? 
like how much snow is it? Well, fake you gotta snow? go up really high, right? Yeah, like are you on like, like a the elevation's super, gotta be super high. Yeah, up? like ten thousand feet. Are you on like Mount Kilimanjaro? Is that basically yes. what it is? Like big big bear Manjaro? Basically, after you go to the wardrobe, you then have to climb a mountain uh, for a few days, and it's it's rough. <laughs> is Luke it's your rough. Sherpa? We... <laughs> <laughs> he's getting big. We used to just throw him in the backpack like a little Yoda. Yeah. So, but he's he's getting kind of big Yoda? now. So... <laughs> Son, when you reach a certain age, you know you're a man when I ride on your back. (laughs) And the age of six is the perfect time. So I ride on his back while Sarah rides on my back. And then we just... (laughs) (laughs) And then Luke just, he just climbs away. Oh my god, dude, that's fucking that's ridiculous. terrifying that would be to like run into that. No. Like three people on this weird dude, like a backpack. That's how like, like three tiered system dude, thing. That's how Native American folklores are born. Like fucking, <laughs> <laughs> you just like like shh, what's that sound? And you just see like the elusive three backed Jew walking through the forest. Like, <laughs> like imagine that that's the picture in Westworld that the guy finds, and he's like, I don't know how to make sense of this. This makes no sense to me. The elusive three-person. The elusive three-backpack Jew. Jew is what I hear um, the human centipede was based on. So oh. it oh is God. quite a, a famous folktale. Oh, my God. So you're, you're, you're in nature for an entire week. Uh, that being said, I saw you online the entire week on YouTube. Uh, is that your oh. kid, or is that you? You're like, fuck nature, I'm watching YouTube. Oh, no, that was uh, Sarah's parents stayed at our house, and since oh, all we have is YouTube TV, uh-oh. that's what they ended up, uh, they watched YouTube TV I while sent, they were here. I sent some racy, uh, so, 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 some racy messages. Uh, hopefully they <laughs> didn't open them. Uh, there was some dong sent, Ari. Did you get any messages from Sarah's parents? Otherwise, I'm going to feel real awkward right now. Were they sending you dong pics? <laughs> no, I was sending them dong pics. <laughs> oh, okay. Your friend was like, they barely us know to you. a lemon party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they invited you guys. You look so far away. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. Okay, so I got to get right into this episode, you, you guys. Uh, I just spent a good chunk of my afternoon trying to understand the mindset of somebody from the forums who, for years years has lambasted many movies that we enjoy and one of those movies that they have lambasted for years is the fifth element which is one of my favorite what? fucking i don't i don't i don't, who I don't fucking I don't, lambast dude, the fifth element right one of I, my I, I know where you're going with this one yes one of my favorite science fiction movies uh it is it is silly uh i'm not gonna di- di- uh, i'm not gonna say that it's not it's a silly movie is chris tucker uh, a little bit annoying sure sure he's a little bit annoying but overall, but he's not like in it that much. Hey, you know? dude, what was the last time you saw it? He's in it for like like ha- over half the movie, bro. Like he shows up well, like twenty minutes in, and then he's in the movie the rest of the fucking movie. Like, <laughs> he's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I guess I'm, kind of I'm not trying to say that he's not like he doesn't ruin it, but I, but I can get why people don't like it because of him. So I'm just I'm just trying to be like I get why people don't like Fifth Element. I mean, I don't understand, but I get it. Now that being said, this same person who has disparaged the Fifth Element holds another science fiction movie from the '80s in a high, high regard. And this is a movie that, when I was a child, I tried to watch, never made it through it. When I was a teenager, I tried to watch, never made it through it. Finally, Jamie and myself decided this week we were going to go ahead and try to watch and finish this fucking movie to see if maybe we were wrong. 
Maybe if now with the time of being an adult that it's going to make it better. Uh, so this afternoon, I ponied up five whole dollars. Five dollars. And I watched Mac and me. And I watched Mac and me. No. <laughs> five whole dollars. And I watched David Lynch's Dune. Oh. David Lynch's Dune. Now, you know, I don't think I've ever made it through Dune either. Okay. Oh, so I've made it I'm through that I'm not a Dune one. lover. I'm not a Dune lover. So for those of you out there who aren't familiar with Dune, uh, it's a movie that came out in 1984 by David Lynch based on the epic sci-fi, you know, epic in quotes, epic sci-fi novel by Frank Herbert. It stars Kyle MacLaughlin, which I think instantly everybody's like, oh, Kyle MacLaughlin, Twin Peaks. Nah, bitch. Nah, bitch. The Fred Flintstone movie, the Flintstone movies. That's where I know Kyle MacLaughlin because he was the bad guy in that movie. And that's where he'll yeah. always fucking be. It stars How him. Does it, what does it mean that I went straight to Sex in the City when you said Kyle MacLaughlin? See, that means that you are an attentive husband. I hope yes. and that's the only reason you know that because you yes, watched that, it Yes, that is Sarah. the only reason I know that because Sarah, that is the only reason. I will give you that. that. The... So it is, it is, the, the quick gist of it is it's set in the distant future and it's a, it shows conflicts between rival families as they battle, they battle for the extremely harsh desert planets of Arrakis, otherwise known as Dune, for the spice. What is the spice, you ask? The spice is life. The spice grants knowledge. The spice runs spaceships. It's crazy. And people are like, this movie is ridiculous. You have people that think it's a big piece of shit. You have people that fucking put it up on a pedestal. You have the weird TV version that's like three and a half hours long because they added even more to it. Then you have the fan edit version, which is like four hours long. Dude, this movie fucking makes no goddamn sense. Makes no god. I op with an open mind. I went into this movie like, all right, it's in the '80s, so I don't have any nostalgia for it. So you got to kind of put, you know, the production design and some of the stuff. You got to contextualize it. It's the '80s, so special effects not too shabby. Production design uh, reminded me a lot of the Fifth Element, which I'm gonna get to in a bit because I'm just like I saw a lot of similarities with the Fifth Element in this movie. And uh, s spoiler alert: the Fifth Element did it much better, like way, way, way better. Uh, it's it, it stars Sting. It stars Jean-Luc Picard. It stars Max von Sydow. It stars Jurgen Now, It stars Sean Young. I mean, it's just a who's who of fucking crazy awesome people in this mishmash of nonsense. Fucking nonsense. This is like what I picture someone who hates, um, I don't know. I, it's just like if you've ever like uh, been with someone or have a friend or a significant other who like hates what you love, hates fantasy, hates science fiction, and you're like, we're gonna watch Star Wars, and, and you're like, it's just the battle between good and evil, and like you've seen it so often that you know it's easy, and Star Wars really is like a child's movie, but they watch it and they go, wait, who is this guy? Wait, what is this guy doing? Wait, what's over here? Why is this guy a little green guy? What's happening over here? Wait a minute. They're in love now, so he's space Jesus. Why are their eyes blue? Why did Jean-Luc Picard all of a sudden grow a mullet? What happened to this guy? Why is there a giant space aborted fetus that can fold time and space on each other to, like, make a ship go from point A to point B? Who's this big fucking gross barren guy? Why is Sting half naked in it? What the fuck is going on? Dude, I don't get it. I tried, and there are parts that are amazing, but shit. Ari, have you ever seen Dune? And what are your thoughts on Dune? Because I don't get it. Dune? Oh, Dune. Yes, one night I did uh, end up watching Dune because I had to. You have to watch Dune eventually in your lifetime. Like, what the fuck is this weird, bizarre yes. movie that David Lynch has made? And it is a really weird, bizarre movie that David Lynch made. It makes 
no sense, but it is there's still something in there that's there's a visual quality, there's some oddity to it, there's something just bizarre about it that that I couldn't completely dismiss it, but I just don't know what the fuck I watched. Dude, you are so right. Like there is there are nuggets of greatness. Like there is some cool fucking ideas in this. So some of the shit that I just railed off, like yeah. is neat. The space baby aborted fetus thing that like runs part of the house. It's like Game of Thrones, and I hate Game <laughs> Okay, so I hate Game of Thrones. I'm the weird guy, I get it, I know. But it's like if Game of Thrones decided to condense, and this is what the movie felt like, condense all of the seasons, all of the seasons into two hours to the point where there is so much world building in the first hour that you're like, okay, okay. So we're learning about this house, hates this house, hates this house. There's a baron. There's an emperor of the entire galaxy. There's some cool shit. And then they realize, oh, fuck, we only have an hour left in this movie. All right. Full speed ahead. And they don't fucking explain shit, dude. All of a sudden, Kyle McLaughlin is space Jesus, and he's riding a giant sandworm, which admittedly was pretty awesome. And then he has, like, and, like, and they have the... Is he riding it like Falcor? Yes! Okay, okay, honestly. Okay, so CJ, so here's the deal, right? Okay, so so everybody from... Even if you've never seen Dune, you, you probably have you probably have seen the sandworm. Like, basically, like, Beetlejuice ripped it off, Tremors ripped it off. I mean, so much shit is ripped off from Dune. So I can... My sandworm, CJ. Yeah, see, exactly. I've seen Ari's sandworm. I'm gonna rip it off. <laughs> I'm gonna rip it off. <laughs> so they show it, and it's awesome. Like, it, 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 it senses vibrations. So, like, they're mining on this planet that are overrun by sandworms. But when they mine, it causes vibrations. So every time a sandworm comes, they have to come and pick up the mining ship. Otherwise, the sandworm eats it. Because the sandworm is fucking huge, like 450 meters long. It's ridiculous, right? So the first time they show it, I look at Leslie, who is totally... It's like just, a Final Fantasy type. Yes. Size. Dude, 100% dude. It's like anime shit. And as soon as it shows up, I look at Leslie, and she was not watching it because she had she wanted no part of this nonsense. She's like, dude, mm-mm. I was out Wise the first... I was choice, out, Leslie. Oh, 100%. I was giving her shit, and by the end, I'm like, you made the best choice. I wasted my Sunday afternoon. So, like, I see this giant (laughs) sandworm, and I'm like, okay, you know what would be awesome? And the only way I'm going to enjoy this movie even a bit is if Kyle McLaughlin somehow fucking rides this sandworm. Spoiler alert, an hour and a half into it, it turns out Space Jesus can ride the sandworm, dude. And he fucking rides it by running after this giant 450-meter sandworm with a space shovel. Jam- it is a space shovel jams it into the side of it climbs up it and proceeds to make like reins like on a horse and it's this little Kyle McLaughlin like riding like fucking this giant sandworm and all of the people on this planet are like space Jesus sandworm and then they all get a bunch of sandworms and they all attack the emperor it's fucking ridiculous but not as ridiculous as the fact that he has his own brand of kung fu cj and you know what his own brand of kung fu is it uses the power of his voice <laughs> these fucking people <laughs> these fucking people man <laughs> yeah dude basically dude he says his name he's it turns out by saying like his a pokemon name, dude kind of pikachu <laughs> dude he goes he basically he's like pikachu and then like fucking this like sound blast goes Kyle, and blows McLaughlin. dude it's McLaughlin. fucking it's fucking ridiculous dude like, there are certain parts of this movie where I'm like, that's neat. That could be kind of cool. But set in the, uh, you know, 1984 landscape here uh, with a director who, by all accounts, didn't like the movie or wasn't a fan, possibly. And they took did it he up- even did he Was he even familiar with the source material when he took it on? Because I'm pretty sure he wasn't. I, I never read sure the book. You know? That's the thing is, like, I can't even say that, like, they ruined the book. I tried the book, too. Same thing. Because I couldn't get through it. It's very confusing. Dude. It, and I love Game of Thrones. Well, that's thought, very good. But 
Game of Thrones, like after like the first half of the first book, it starts kind of like clicking together and making sense. Dune, I never got that. It never made any sense. (laughs) There are so many, there are so much like bureaucracy in this shit, dude. And it's weird. Like the Baron guy is this fat, gross guy that like floats in the air and it's all these weird like fucking giant warts and shit yeah warts I like that and dude pimples on his face and then scary german guy from the monster squad is his doctor and he's fucking like poking <laughs> at him with like a needle and he's like i love your face i love your disease and i'm like what is happening david Lynch? and then sting sting all of a sudden from yeah. what i can tell it feels like the baron wanted to fuck his own nephew because there's a scene where sting steps out of like this gas thing i don't know and he is fucking i mean Dude, I'd go gay for Sting in this movie. Sting has like a 25 pack. He is just fucking all tantric sexed out. And he's wearing this like, he's wearing like this fucking like, uh, like these uh, uh, under ruse, like these metal under ruse. And he's all like, hey. And then his like uncle, yeah. the Baron is all staring at him like, I'm going to lick my lips. Uh, and then I'm like, and then it cuts away. And I'm like, did they fuck? What is happening? <laughs> Dude. Okay. So seriously, Matt, I'm calling you out, Matt. You can never disparage the fifth element again if you fucking think Dune is this epic fucking science fiction piece because I'm just going to say I shouldn't have to watch a four-hour cut of the goddamn movie and read the book for this shit to make sense. Fifth element, hour 45 minutes, I know what the fuck's going on. They need the elements to fucking stop the big space bad. That makes sense. Yeah, Dune handed out uh, cards when he went to see it in theaters that explained like like, like definitions and shit, like a vocabulary card or glossary of terms. Dude, yeah. I wish I knew that already. By all, account, by all accounts, it didn't help anybody. I wish I knew that because also this movie has the most, it, it, it has to win an award for having the most voiceovers in any given movie. Dude, I think it was like a framing device because they're like, I'm like, like I'm talking to you, CJ, and then all of a sudden, like the audio will go down and you'll hear my inner thoughts, like I can't wait to eat chicken tonight. Chicken's gonna be very tasty for dinner tonight. Blah, blah. and it's just like, wait, what? Where the fuck did that come from? It's the fucking yeah, but dude, it's the weird. Oh my god. So I tried. I fucking tried. And I it it was a complete failure. It was two out two and a half hours that I'll never get back. Uh, I don't even want to go try to watch the four-hour movie because I'm like, there's no way it's going to be good. (laughs) Like, it might add some more world building and it might all of a sudden explain why, like, Space Jesus all of a sudden had a sister that aged six years, it looked like, out of nowhere, who had a voice like Clint Howard from the original fucking Star Trek series. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Terrible. Terrible. CJ? The, uh, The only thing I remember about Dune as a kid is the scene that I grabbed a screenshot from where he puts his hand in the box and then it cuts mm-hmm. to like the inside of the box and you see his like skin like yes. bubbling and blistering and stuff. It was a and test. And then he takes it out of the box and it's fine. Yes. That was you a know? that was a where test by the empath. It's very much like the those are worms, Michael. <laughs> you know? Dude, one hundred percent. But guess what? Even the Lost Boys did it better. That right. But like... that's the only part I remember that was interesting, right? But I'm when I tried to watch it as a kid, dude. Like that part stood out to me. The rest of it I don't remember. I remember but the weird time like... someone was like, Hey, put your hand in a box, I'm like, Hey, Wait a minute! <laughs> Wait a minute, you. I've I remember the weird before. body force, the weird body force fields yes. that are like, well, the, the, with the CG of the time, the, the okay. special effects. So, yeah, but it's kind of a, it was an interesting concept. These weird, yes, locky force fields around them. That shit was tight. So I don't want to feel like I'm shitting on the movie 100 percent because there were some cool things, like you said, Ari. So like, 
they like John Luke Picard is like their security fucking guy who is training Space Jesus to fight. And they had these cool shields, CJ, which legitimately were a pretty neat idea. Like that? It, uh, yeah, that's yeah, it right yeah. there. Dude, and it was animated all weird and like it was 80s. So like it was, you know, off, but it was a cool idea. Like they had all these squares on their body, like giant, like they were giant uh, virtual fighter characters. And the only way you could make it through the shield was with something going very slow. So like you couldn't be fast. Like, like you had to like take your knife and go super slow, and then like you could like get through the molecules on the shield. That shit was cool. The production design was super neat. The the score by Toto and Brian Eno uh, was actually pretty decent. Uh, some of the special. But the whole thing was scored by Toto. A, like a like a collaboration no between toto and brian eno no, or it was brian, just toto it was just toto and brian eno did uh space jesus's score like the house eight atriot or a triu i think it was i don't know dude there was so much shit and it seriously we spent some rave down in dune for do 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 100 100 so you know what it did get me excited for though you guys uh is the fact that uh uh, that Dennis Denis Villanuvio, uh, the, I don't know how you pronounce his fucking name, but the guy who did uh, the guy who did the Blade Runner, the new Blade Runner movie, he's doing his Dune, yeah. and they've been announcing like big name actor and actress after big cool. name actor and actress, and like it's a who's who of everything based on how well Blade Runner twenty forty nine was. I'm really excited because I I think there's something cool here. I just think David Lynch was one hundred percent wrong for this fucking movie. So it gives me hope for, for, for the remake, but I, I had to get that off my chest because I am not one to back down from somebody saying, you know what, you should try this. Even if you didn't let try it, just try it. Maybe you were a different person, and I did. And I spent five whole dollars of my own money and uh, my <laughs> money, not Leslie's money, my money. And it was not a. It was not a great. It was not a great, great, great. Uh, it was not a great Sunday for me, unfortunately. Well, there's a new Dune cast, apparently. Dude, there's Dune. so many fucking people, dude. Dude, there's Dude, so many people. I I, am, I cannot wait to see this new Dune. Seriously, uh, I, I I mean, it, it can't be any worse than David Lynch's, right? And I, with a cat, at least with that kind of cast, you're gonna get something out of it. Oh. Um, the best thing that came out of this old Dune was last year. I found an original Kyle McLaughlin Dune action figure in mint condition at an antique store for like a few bucks. So, did, did you buy it? Of course I fucking bought it. <laughs> you, you think I can leave an 80s action figure all alone sitting there? I, I don't even know why I fucking asked. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. I shouldn't <sighs> even have fucking asked. I knew you, you have it. I can't believe I can't believe you. But yeah, um, yeah, it, I don't know. It was not yeah. good. Yeah. So, Fifth way better. Speaking of movies that start with a D, we watched a movie up in Big Bear that Sarah had zero interest in until, and this is a mild spoiler, but it happens within the first, like, Three minutes of the film. Debbie does two- Dallas. <laughs> okay, CJ, fine. Since you know what I watched, <laughs> go, right ahead, go right ahead. Okay. How you? Uh, I didn't post anything about it, but yet you seem to know. So, uh, no. Uh, the first few minutes of the film, a, a girl squirts across the yes! entire room. Yes, dude, I was so in. <laughs> oh my god, the fucking dirt. The, the dirt. Motley Crew movie on Netflix right now. Holy shit, dude! The first three minutes of the movie, that chick just fucking shoots fucking come across the room, and I'm like. Yep, this is a Jeff Tremaine and it's movie. A, and there's like a freeze frame, too. Oh, yeah. Yep. Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, turns, frame Sarah turns and looks at me, and she's like, what the fuck was that? That can't, that can't, 
that can't happen. I'm like, oh yeah, it can. It can. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Now Ari, Ari, Ari like now a- has a project on his hands. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it can happen. All right, baby, I got some, I got some directions here. Bear with me as we go through them. You got Google. Uh, it only got, works at really high altitudes, so we're going to Big Bear. Oh my god, dude. Oh my god, dude. I just picture like a Google page you up. You're like, all right, step number one. <laughs> Insert tab A into slot B. Oh jeez, are these oh. in English? Whoa. Fucking oh worse than IKEA furniture. Oh, oh my god. Dude, the dirt. Hell yeah, man. The oh. dirt was actually a lot. Here's my deal, ready? The dirt was way better than fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, you well, had squirting, you oh, yeah, had boobs, and you had fucking way better mm-hmm. music. Sorry, Queen, I'm a fucking metalhead. I love yeah. me some crew. And hey, then, if Freddie Mercury would have been squirting all over the place, maybe it would have been a better movie. <laughs> if they would have shown some more seedier parts of fucking, instead of, like, fucking... Well, that's the making... thing with the Queen, is is that either the, the remaining band members didn't want to delve into that, that's... or just never really fucking happened, and there, no. and there isn't anything nearly as seedy as what went on with Motley Crue. No, that's why Sasha Baron Cohen fucking dropped out. Because fucking Brian May or whatever was just like, no, no, we're going to make sure that we keep him all. He's a god. And fucking Bruno was just like, okay, I'm out. Fuck that. Like, why am I saying? That's a fucking VH1 movie of the week. Like, and the Mm -hmm. fact that it won a fucking Oscar. Like, fuck off. Are you, I mean, I'm not saying that the dirt should win any fucking awards, but at least it was fucking entertaining and didn't shy away from what fucking dirtbags these guys are and were. Like, we all know fucking how jacked Nikki Six and fucking uh, Tommy Lee were. Like, we know. But could you imagine if they didn't have any of that in this and they just kind of, like, whitewashed, like, oh, yeah, Vince Neil never killed a dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, the only thing they didn't show was the fact that they gang-raped some fucking uh, groupie in a closet. Because that's in that goddamn book. That book is fucked up. Like, if you think the movie's yeah. fucked up, read the book. Yeah, I need to get the book. It was, like, a really extreme version of the beginning of uh, Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's fucking yeah, seven minutes <laughs> in heaven. <laughs> seven <laughs> in heaven. But oh. it's like every minute is like a different dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some boof. I love me oh. some. Boof. You know, honestly, I was surprised at how much I liked Machine Gun Kelly in this fucking movie. Like, I hate that dude as a person and as a musician, but fucking, that was Tommy Lee. Like, yeah, yeah, he did a great Tommy Lee impression. Dude, yeah. he put that nose ring on him, and it's like, oh yeah, you're totally Tommy Lee now. And the way he did, because Tommy Lee has such those weird drumming arms where he's just like, <laughs> I'm an octopus as I drum, and like I was like, yeah. yeah. But like, and fucking the guy, um, what I loved is uh, Nikki Six uh, was played by the guy from Jupiter Ascending. So like the entire time I'm watching it, going like, ha, 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 you're the really lame brother in Jupiter Ascending, and now oh, like I you're just shooting heroin that. in your neck and in your toes and <laughs> your dong. Dude, that shit was well, I kept fun. thinking the dude who played Mick Mars is from Game of Thrones. And yes. He's a pretty big Game of Thrones character. Sausage. So. The, the dude who played Vince Neil looked really fucking familiar. I couldn't place I him. Couldn't put it. I couldn't. I, I couldn't either. didn't think he looked familiar. Oh, okay, I gotta look there. Yeah, I look, look him up. I, I, I was thinking you guys would have the answer to that. Uh uh-uh. uh uh uh. But what I, what I what I what I did enjoy though, again, it was just I'm a. Like, not every band and not every person deserves uh, a biopic. Did I say that right this time? Biopic? Yeah? Okay, good. No one's going to give me shit. Biopic. Fucking, I I heard it as biopic before. I'm not the only fucking person, man. I don't give a shit. But I'll say it so I don't get shit. The biopic. Not everybody deserves that. And this is definitely a band where I feel like they could have gone even further. Like, I feel like it was... 
Who was Vince Taylor? Oh, yeah, he, he was in The Punisher. He had a, he had a small role in the season, the first season of The Punisher. Oh. As like some uh, fucking army vet guy who goes fucking oh, yeah. PTSD. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was sleeping in his car and shit. Yeah, yeah, and he, and yeah, he, kept, he, kept, yeah. he kept stopping, showing up to meetings. They're like, where is he? Yeah. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Yeah, but fucking yes. the dirt starts with squirt and fucking just keeps on going. <laughs> the dirt starts <laughs> with squirt. <laughs> I liked it, man. The dirt, sponsored by squirt. <laughs> Clench your thirst with squirt. I'm not going to lie, though, dude. I, Leslie did the same thing when we were it's watching a blast. it. She's just like, what? I'm in. And I'm like, yeah, I'm 100% in. They went all out with that. Like, awesome. Uh, she did think they could have showed, showed more dong, though. There was a lot of vaginas, a lot of boobs. Not enough dong. I think there needs to be more dong represented in movies, you guys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ari, 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 Ari got taken away. He just he just he just punched his kid in the face and said, "Go watch a movie." Ugh, that damn kid, I told him. <laughs> There's dog shit out back. It ain't going to pick itself up. You have two hands. Start picking it up, kid. Fuck. So, if if He's busy watching movies. So, dog <laughs> in him. It's very true. So, Ari, uh, you you were the one yeah. that you were the one that went uh, pretty hard for Bohemian Rhapsody when you first saw it. Uh, much like you went pretty hard for Aquaman when you first saw it. Uh, after seeing the dirt, uh, which 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 movie would you would you rather see again, uh, Bohemian? Or I think my my take on Bohemian Rhapsody was it was a very it was a very predictable film wrapped in a good lead performance and great music. And right, I go. Gene it had that the writing was, of the Saved by the Bell movie. It needed a lot more um, uh, caffeine pills, and it would have been and more um, Saved by the Screech or Screech by the Bell. or <laughs> Screech by the Bell. Screech by the Bell. Dustin Diamond's playing fucking Freddie Mercury. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> that would be like a real that, crazy pull. Like Tarantino would be. I was going to say, we need to get Dustin, we need to get Quentin Tarantino to pluck Dustin, to pluck that diamond out and fucking pluck bring that. it back. Yank on that diamond, yeah. Quentin. It's like, here's, you always want to be a serious actor. Here's your chance. Oh. Imagine he puts on like the most heart wrenching, fucking oh amazing performance. That would be crazy. That would be amazing. So you mm. thought Bohemia um, was good. Except speech, he stabs a guy with a pen knife. This is what got me here. <laughs> I'll never forget that Full bar. Bitches. <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh my god, I died to see that. So, um, uh, yeah, but okay, the dirt on the other hand has uh, a much seedier and uh, uh, just raunchier uh, backstory. Plus, there's some serious sh- fucked up shit that happened uh, with Motley Crue that that makes it more fascinating to watch than than a documentary about queen that is just really like hey we're just all bandmates and hey freddie freddie got hiv and was gay i mean yeah. that's really that's really the the seediest thing that in in bohemian rhapsody is freddie like to fuck dudes and really nowadays that's Why not was his wife surprised or was she not i was confused by that it is true. Like if you if you see Freddie Mercury, like, and then he's like, "Hey, uh, I have something to tell he's you." Buying women's clothes when they first meet, <laughs> he's like super flamboyant, and she's like, "Oh, you're hot," and he's like, "Oh, oh I guess I'll I'll fuck you because I haven't come out of the closet yet." Well, he was by was it? Wait, and then was he she's f- all like super hurt when well, he's finally like. He fully what what nobody can see is that CJ is currently dressed just like uh, <laughs> Peg Bundy, uh, so. <laughs> Wait, what? How would he dress like Peg Bundy? I'm confused. He's wearing the animal print. <laughs> he's 
CJ, we, we all, all both, yeah, you're very flamboyant, all, CJ. You're, we know how flamboyant you can be, CJ. <laughs> we, oh, we yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're gay. <laughs> so. No, you're right, though, Ari. Like, I don't, here's the deal, is like, there's probably a lot more seedy shit, and not even say seedy, but just a lot more interesting stuff in Freddy and Queen's life that we never got to see because the fucking remaining fucking people in the band were like, we don't want to tarnish our... It's like watching a thing on the Beatles. Like, you might love the Beatles, but how fucking boring is that nonsense? Like, yeah, well, oh, it's, we it's, did acid in India. Ooh! Like, <laughs> it feels like the Motley Crue dudes didn't really fucking care. Like, <laughs> like yeah, we, we, we got into some serious shit, and, and, and here you go. Here's all of it. I mean, we've all seen Tommy Lee's dick, so really... Uh, Vince killed a dude. Well, what's, yeah, I was just gonna say, uh, Vince just, killed a guy. I mean, yeah. Vince killed a fucking guy. I mean, really, there's nothing like, like that. Like, in, the, oh, the they showed in the movie is they kind of make it seem like you know he's just a little bit buzzed and oops, you know, no, into the wrong he lane. Was but apparently, wasted. yeah, apparently in, in reality, yeah. like it was totally his fault that he's like, I'm gonna go drive you around. One hundred percent. He pulled a Mega Man yeah. on a skateboard, just fucking hammered <laughs> as balls. Like, and that's the thing is like. I've been such a huge crew fan since fucking I was like a teenager. Like I got or not. I'm just thinking about Mega Man getting arrested for a DWI. <laughs> was this America? Putting, I thought this was America. Am I being detained? Yeah. Somebody call my dog. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Russia? I thought this was America. I get one phone call. Call Doctor Wiley. This is the first time. Why is he calling Doctor Wiley? Would he call Doctor Light? Why would he call his arch nemesis? Like. Listen, I know we've had a lot of problems. But you gotta bail me out, Dr. Mike's gonna be so You've got all these islands and robots. You can afford this, man. You can afford it. Do me a solid, Dr. W. Dr. Light won't talk to me anymore, man. But no, but that's 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 just it. Is that like you want to see a movie that has like I mean, you're I'm squirting across yeah. the room. I'm going to throw it out there. There's probably a good chance uh, the three of us are never, and more than likely, most people will never ever live a life like the dudes in Motley Crue did. Like the '80s, <laughs> the '80s yeah. was a very specific time, and especially in this mm-hmm. day and age, I mean, there's still some fucked up shit that happens, but it's not like that, and it's not like the '70s with fucking Zeppelin doing even more fucked up shit that we'll never hear about because if they ever do a movie about Zeppelin, it'll still be all like. Yeah, we just wrote some music. Let's not talk about how we stick sharks up girls' vaginas and rape girls and fucking have sex in the with fourteen-year-olds. What happened in a fucking green room stays in a green room. Yes. Apparently. Well, until you see a squirter fucking fl- flying through the through the air. I can't believe they put that in the first five minutes. That was Dude. that was fucking. If you want to grab? If you want to grab my attention? That was yeah. genius. Jeff's there is attention. Jeff Tremaine. Jeff Tremaine. Uh, well, I'm not going to say it was the well, the best directed, like it wasn't visually crazy or anything, but I did like the little touches he did with the way they, they broke the fourth wall a lot. Uh, uh, I, I love, I always love the fourth wall breaking in movies when they're like, yeah, well, you know, Time actually, out. yeah. Or like, this is the other manager. We don't really see him. He's part of it. Like that shit was cool. Uh, yeah. The music was great. They didn't try to like fake it. Like with fucking Malik, like Malik, he didn't fucking sing. Shut up. Fucking douche. Like, no one can sing like Freddie Mercury. Like, oh, my God, fuck, fuck you. You didn't deserve any of those goddamn awards. You put on a set of the fakest teeth known to man, and you fucking acted like a fucking R-word. Fuck him. Show me fucking, show me the guy from Jupiter Ascending shooting fucking heroin in his well, dick. Per- <laughs> I will I say that see. apparently the scene where, like, uh, their first gig 
is like to just a few people and the one guy's like fuck you and then they get into a big fight yeah that was awesome. and then everyone's like yeah <laughs> i guess that never actually happened but i can see why they made it up for the movie because it was great he had his fucking mm. sweet like white pants on. that's like school yeah. of rock type ridiculous stuff like <laughs> it was good and the thing was is that like i've been such a fan that like i knew most of the big like i said i read the book i've seen all the behind the musics so like i i, I like I, I was i didn't know you were such a big fan oh dude i love that's what like i grew up on like all my cousins and shit man like did I wasn't, you know that mick mars was old man I yeah know he and he was, had that like, disease older than them. i never really think yeah. or thought about it i guess yeah I had no and, idea and i didn't had, know he had that disease i did not know any of that he's stuff. basically like a really shitty mm -hmm. x-men character it's like my, my bones are concrete, but I don't have any powers. This is fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 the crew was one of those bands. Uh, it was. Like, I wish there would have been a scene there where someone broke like a wooden chair over his back, <laughs> and he's just like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> my bones are made of concrete. I will take you out. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, it was good. Again, if you're going to make a fucking biopic, fucking give me some shit where I'll never, ever be able to be in that world uh, and show me some shit. It's just like, as I put this way, as much as I love Nirvana, uh, and we've seen, like, give, we've seen a few takes, but, you know, they've always been, like, well, kind of, sort of, based. Like, that would be the most boring biopic. Like, I don't need to see fucking Kurt being all sad bastard shooting heroin. Like, who gives a shit? But the crew, <laughs> they're fucking Ozzy Osbourne, and, and that story is great because oh. I remember that from fucking behind the music when he snorts the ants. That's awesome. That happened. Like he snorted ants. Imagine the that's the amazing. select on oh. the Blu-ray for the uh, the Nirvana movie where it's like chapter four heroin shooting, chapter five sweater shopping. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, seriously, <laughs> seriously. Oh, this is a really boring movie. Like, and that's the thing is like I love I love Kurt Cobain. I wouldn't want to see it. You know who I would love to see a biopic for though? Like a great biopic, Manson. Give me a fucking oh, Marilyn Manson. I know. Why hasn't that happened? Dude, yet? fucking chapter from, two, removing dude, a rib. His, <laughs> <laughs> they skipped right into it. Because <laughs> like, like his book, Long Hard Road Out of Hell, that book is right up there with the dirt in terms of like, if you like Manson and you like stories, I highly, highly, highly recommend that biography, fucking Long Hard Road Out of Hell. That shit. And, you, you know, you take everything with a grain of salt, obviously, uh, but you read that and you go, even if you don't like Manson's music, you read that and you're like, it's fucking, that's gripping. That's just like, holy shit. He's been through some shit. He has done some shit. I want to see that shit in a goddamn movie. That being said, who would play Manson, CJ? Who would you pick? I'm going to go Machine Gun Kelly again. You know, we're just oh, going to no. stick with MGK. Uh, uh, I would have picked the older brother from um, Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, he's fucking the older, but Jason Hervey. Like, <laughs> like where's Paul? I thought you were going to say Paul. Like, it's fucking Paul just, from Wonder Years. Yeah, let's just bring the urban legend full circle. And throw Paul Sorvino a bone. Like, I am Manson. That'd be fucking fantastic. I don't want to see Machine Gun. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to think of who would actually be good for that, though. Like, for real. Like, it had to be. I think it had to who be. Who even looks like him? Make, you know? it, make like. it an unknown. Do a casting call. Find some unknown actor willing to go the distance, willing to fucking go method. Pull a Daniel Day Lewis and get inside fucking Brian Warner's head, dude, where he just starts fucking carving Manson in his What's arm. The name of that? He's What's stapling the name of that condoms Paul, to walls. Paul Dano? Paul Dano could do it. I could see Paul Dano doing it. Uh, CJ, uh, the, the dude from There Will Be Blood. Not Daniel mm. Day-Lewis, but the other dude. The, yeah. That guy could do it. Just he get Daniel Day-Lewis to do it. Dude, dude. 
if fucking Daniel Day Lewis went full method for fucking Manson, <laughs> dude, that would be fucking. And they de-age him digitally, dude. That would be amazing. I want to see fucking right? Daniel Day Lewis when it's Marilyn Manson and the Spooky Kids, and then they have, they do that whole scene when he's on fucking the Donahue show and fucking yeah. and fucking Twiggy, yeah, dude, and Twiggy sitting there with his fucking. Uh, his, his his fucking tape recorder that just has weird like his shit. prom dress. Yes. Thing. Oh shit! Headbangers ball. Get Ricky Rackman on there. Oh man, that'd be amazing. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Is like Bohemian Rhapsody. Fine. You like Queen music. That's why you probably like the movie. I'll give it up for the Live Aid shit. The Live Aid shit was cool because I like that song. I like those songs. Awesome. As a movie, boring. The Dirt. They got the squirt. That wins fucking hands got down. Got the squirt. I mean, shit. You want me to see something, J.J. Uh, Abrams? You want you want episode nine to succeed? Oh Have somebody squirt within the first five minutes of your and, film. Yes, and please mm. make it John Boyega. <laughs> <laughs> please. Yeah, just make it Finn. And then all of a sudden, Finn is just like, Ugh. you're like, oh. I don't know. I can't wait till Netflix puts out the that I'm um, walking on the sun. The which one? The Smash Mouth documentary? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only if Guy Fieri you plays the main it? guy. Thank you I did. so much. I'm so <laughs> glad you walked into that. Well, first, yeah, 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 I was just like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> and the very first, like, like the credits fade out, and then it just fades into, like, you know, California, like, um, helicopter shot. Yeah. It's just like, somebody once told me, <laughs> somebody's going to roll me. <laughs> I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. And then it just like zooms down <laughs> and it's just, him driving yep. his fucking Cadillac. <laughs> Going to his shitty job at PetSmart or whatever before he makes it big. <laughs> yeah, we're playing this uh, weekend at the State Fair. Uh, you know, it's not quite what it used to be, but, you know, it's all about the music. Oh, so. shit. Hey, you know, I, I can admit, I had the Smash Mouth album. Like, I jammed the Smash Mouth back in the late 90s. I didn't I, own the album. I didn't but, hate Smash I mean, Mouth. It was on the radio so much, I definitely listened to it. Dude, I, I bought the album, and it came with, like, Walking on the Sun, like, seven different versions of it or some yes! shit. Yes! Like, radio yeah. edits, the BBC yeah. edit, and you're like, there's <laughs> the no fuck? difference between the it. Horror the horrorcore version is like, what? <laughs> Vocals only, just bass uh. only. <laughs> like, you're like, what the fuck is this nonsense? Yeah, I, I can admit to owning Smash Mouth, and I, and I can always pat myself on the back and say that I never, ever owned nor listened to, like, Creed or Nickelback. So I can, I will I own owned up, that I will... first Creed album. Oh, take me oh, No, that oh. was before that. It oh. was the Wait. Prison for that song. The what song? Right. What's, that was the first album. What's the most embarrassing? What's the most embarrassing album you guys have ever owned? Because I gotta have to go with um, the Rembrandts because they had that fucking Friends theme song on there, dude. And I dude. don't think it gets any worse than that, dude. My old but... my old hairstylist, uh, her brother, that was her brother, like fucking wrote that fucking song, dude. And like, <laughs> I, she told me that one day, like this was like fucking back when I was in like nineteen twenty. Like she was this older lady. She's and like I was talking about Friends for some reason, and and she, out of the nowhere, she's like, yeah, my brother, my brother wrote the song. I was like, what? Like your your brother's part of the Rembrandts, and she's like, yeah, he wrote the wrote the song. He's like, wrote the song. I'm like, did you make any money? She's like, I'm working in a hairstylist shop, so no, I didn't see any of that money. And I was like, oh, family drama. Oh. I never owned that. I can't think of the most embarrassing. I mean, it'd probably be like a soundtrack. I'm trying to think. CJ, of you can't you oh. can't say anything um with um uh your your ICP. 
well, he wouldn't be embarrassed by that. I quite enjoyed the Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey soundtrack. That's not embarrassing. Doesn't count. It's not embarrassing. No, it'd be embarrassing if you own if you own the Care Bear movie soundtrack. That would be embarrassing. Like that was just fake. No more. That's not fucking embarrassing. If you bought like Rosie O'Donnell's Things the Hits or some shit like that, dude, she sung the hell out of those hits though. She, she right. nailed them. Right. I mean, I had like a two-disc Doctor Demento set. God damn it, see, that's not no, embarrassing. I still CJ, don't think that. you know you got some embarrassing shit in your past. Just admit it. <laughs> Come on. God damn it. Come on, CJ. Just admit it. Like, all right. So you had Rembrandt's. I would say probably my most embarrassing album that I legitimately jammed to all the time was Salt and Pepper with fucking uh, Shoop on it. Whatever album Shoop was on. Right? Was it, yeah, Shoop, Shoop, uh, doop. I'd fucking jam yeah. to that shit fucking 100%, like, in my room. And I'm like, now that I think about it, so I'm like, so I'm okay. jamming, I'm jamming to a song about fucking dudes. Uh-oh. Like, oh, no. <laughs> hey, Ma! Hey, Ma! I know how to shoot! <laughs> I can shoot with the best of them, Ma! <laughs> I want him to have a Denzel face, Ma! <laughs> <laughs> and that was the day my Ma had an inkling that something might be different with her boy. <laughs> I had um, a compilation album. Lots of compilations. Well, okay, there was two of them. <laughs> that's like a like a best of like all, music. Yeah. yeah, like you know what you would order like the best of blah blah blah. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Well, this was uh, called Rap Masters, <laughs> and it was a like early '90s like rat had like NWA, but then a bunch of other like. But it <laughs> was all not, radio edits. But that's not embarrassing. It was, all, it was all radio edited though. Well, I guess that's kind of embarrassing. The police. Yeah. I had a, I had a, with my attitude. parents got. My parents gave me this cassette tape that was another compilation album, but it was called Bad Boys of Rock and Roll. And on the on the cover, it had a chain link fence, like a, oh, like dude, a drawn so, chain link fence. So bad. <laughs> and then like airbrushed, like words like Bad Boys of Rock and Roll. And then the first song on it was Funky Cold Medina. How the fuck is that rock and roll? Funky cold Medina. <laughs> but I jammed to that. It's still not embarrassing. Tell, okay, yeah. CJ, did you ever own a boy band? No. Fine, I'll do it to me again. I was never into boy because, bands. Because mine is I not had embarrassing. I 80s metal. New Kids in the Block. That's fine. I had Hanging yeah, Tough. A... I love New Kids in the Block. I fucking jammed to that. I still jammed to that, though. I'm not embarrassed by that. I mean, I, I had their Christmas album on cassette, but that was a gift Dude. given to me. I did not purchase that on my own, so I, I don't count it. Did you listen to it, though? Yeah, I think I listened to it once. Mm, you still have yeah. that tape. It's in, yeah, a, it's in a shadow box I right don't, now, Ari. Don't lie. I, I, I actually got it on, on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> so, CJ, you only own compilations. I, I feel like I need to reach out to your brother somehow and be like, yo, Fucking, you're older than CJ. What shitty albums did he have? Because I have a feeling there's some fucking skeletons in your album closet. I had the Ninja Turtles. That's um, not fucking uh, embarrassing. <laughs> you're not like, understanding. You didn't or have, you didn't have out like, of the shell, out of the shell tour. Yeah, out of oh, the shell tour. Oh, I have that tape. I have that tape. Drive my oh. brother nuts. CJ, I saw that shit live at Universal Studios. Oh I got shit! A, I got an autograph by Michelangelo. <laughs> Or, or a guy in a Michelangelo suit. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> with ink like all over his like costume hand. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. 
So it turns out, like, you know, I guess CJ, we're just going to have to admit that CJ just has the best musical taste. I mean... Wait, hold on. I just got a text message from Ma. <laughs> so it says... Like, I owned ICP. Like, ah, ha, ha, but, you know, that's something I no, wear. Hold probably. on. Hold on, CJ. CJ, I just got a text message from Ma, and it says, ask CJ about his Lilith Fair box set. CJ, you're <laughs> holding out. You had to hold Lilith Fair box set? That Sarah Come McLaughlin cut, yo. Sets. Fucking Indigo Girls, the, bitch. I got all the live bootlegs. Oh, shit. Like fish oh, concerts. shit. Indigo what Girls. year Lilith are you talking about? Duh, 1992. <laughs> 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 Smell that patchouli. <laughs> patchouli. <laughs> Woo. Like oh, man, that version of Fast Car was dope. <laughs> I just love... Oh, my God. I loved the idea that the fucking I know I mean that that if I could go back in time and then there was like a small period of time that CJ was just like I love the Lilith Fair <laughs> like this is, <laughs> maybe this is maybe this is the path I go down and there's just a small window where he could have went Lilith Fair ICP and instead he went the, <laughs> instead he went the ICP alternate dimension yes. where yeah it's like Earth <laughs> Earth five where CJ is really big into Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best of the earth yeah, dude cj right now he's like wearing like a fucking headdress of flowers <laughs> so like in uh so if i turn out to be evil and i sabotage the podcast like in flash you're gonna end up replacing me with another cj from another yes, earth and that's yes. the one that you choose the one yes, if, the I, Lilith yes if, if i could if i could replace and... if i could replace your your, your harrison wells with a with a Harry Wells of a different Earth, it would totally be fucking Lilith Fair CJ. Lilith Fair Larson is what we call you. Write like, <laughs> 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 oh, down Lilith Fair Larson, good old LFL. <laughs> you got the Birkenstocks. You got the fucking flannel that's tied around your waist, nineteen ninety four style. <laughs> fucking great, dude. Like hiking boots. Yes, dude. It'd be fucking amazing. And like you would just bring a new, you'd bring like a new uh, energy to the show. Uh, you know, you, we we would get a whole new demographic if we had little fair Larson. Male lesbian energy. It that's what you're looking ma- for. That's that's the untapped market, bro. That's the untapped <laughs> market, man. <laughs> we haven't quite figured out how to fucking tap that yet, but I think we got it. Little fair Larson. I think that would Work be amazing. 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 <laughs> get those demographics up. So, Beautiful. fellas. Uh, changing topics here because I have to kind of get away from Lilith Fair Larson. Uh, I don't know. If, I, don't, I don't want to get away from Lilith Fair Larson. I'm just gonna keep saying it so I can will it out into the universe. <laughs> but... Play along, CJ. Want to tag CJ? Lilith Fair Larson. Just uh, play along, and it'll go better for you. Oh shit! A lot better if you play along. <laughs> okay, but to switch gears, to switch gears, and uh, Ari, you may already be aware of this because you're a big comics nerd. Fucking Batman turning eighty this month. Eighty. There's been eighty years of Batman, and I've been thinking about it. A lot of Batman. Far as I can remember, far as long as I can remember, Batman been a part of my life, some form, some way. Always been there. He's still here now. It's crazy that in this day and age, it's still. I mean, we're. I mean, obviously, we're in the age of superheroes. That's everybody's just waiting for it. So I was thinking, I was thinking, what is your favorite memories of good old bats? Your favorite Batman-related memory? And I'll go first to kind of wet your guys' whistle, let you guys think, because you know I brought up this topic, so I've already thought about it. I'd have to say my favorite Batman memory, summer of '89. Fucking oh. Batman, seeing that poster. 
Seeing the poster of just the bat, the bat logo, just that's all it was, and it just had the date, and that was nothing else. And then that first fucking trailer with the fucking the Danny Elfman music, and you're like, oh, I'm in a cave, and this is neat. And you had shots of like, oh, it's Batman. Oh, is that the Joker? Oh, what is this? Oh, what is that? And then it pulls out, and it's the logo. And then seeing that movie with my dad in the fucking theater as like an eight-year-old kid, uh, fucking amazing. Like, on high. Like, I think that might be the, the, the theater experience that really just fucking, like, got me to be like, yep, cool. This is kind of what I want to base my life around. Not about Batman specifically, but just like, this is cool. Like, something that, as a kid, because I grew up with superpowers and, like, the super friends, you know, and all that. You know, the comics and the toys and, and, and the cartoon. But to see adults... To see, like, my dad, who didn't grow up on that kind of shit, who wasn't a huge comic reader as a kid, to see his reaction to seeing Michael Keaton up on screen, you know, Mr. Mom fucking up Jack Nicholson as the Joker, was like, oh, shit, all right, maybe what I'm into, like, isn't just for... It's, I can bond with my old man on this, and I can bond with other people, and and you, you couldn't get away. You couldn't get away from Batman in that summer, like... Batman was everywhere. Dudes had fucking Batman shaved in their head. They had fucking shirts. They had the posters. I had the cereal with the cool bank. Like, fucking love uh, that bank. I that still b- got the bank. I got the cereal still. I just don't have the bank. <laughs> I got a box. Of the, I, dude, I got a box of the Batman cereal and a box in the fucking garage still. Like, that was one of my weird first eBay purchases. And I was like, I'm going to buy a box of cereal. <laughs> I, 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 I was at lunch with my buddy this week, and I told him about it. And he's like, oh, dude, you should totally fucking open it and eat it on the show. And I'm like, dude, nah, that's dude. A, if they, what, what, if they, uh, that's a, um, not a Kickstarter, but that's a. Uh, Is that a Patreon? We, that's a Patreon, Patreon goal right there. Well, Rob will eat his entire no, box. No, no, the entire box. Batman <laughs> box of cereal from 2018 <laughs> let alone a 30 year old fucking cereal box dude it's ridiculous was, he told me this and i'm like dude it'd be like that mr sparkle episode of the simpsons like i'd open up the box and like this fucking like thing of like this like death thing would hit me in the face and i'd get some sort of disease like i don't want to open that shit up but I, I i wish i had the the bank but yeah i think batman 89 that whole thing just kicked it off like i had the and then like i had like the um what was it? The uh, there was uh, like Warner Brothers put out like a catalog where like it was nothing but like Batman products that as an eight year old I could not afford. As a poor kid, my family couldn't afford. It was like get the Batman leather jacket, get the Batman apron, get the Batman fucking. It was bat everything. Uh, I think that that's what kind of started my love for like really to like take it serious like superheroes and just shit in general. So I don't think anything has come close to that. Even Star Wars, like that was like a fucking that was like a touchstone. Like, that's huge. People who are alive will remember. I mean, you guys remember the summer of 89 with Batman? Oh, my God, dude. It right? Was, it was everywhere. Dude, it was that was the biggest thing cinema-wise that I remember. I mean, obviously, I was born in 79, so I was 10 in 89. Um, superhero films were dead. Uh, we Superman 1 and 2 were, like, kind of before our time. I think, yep. what, 2 was, like, 81 or something. Yeah. 80, I don't know. Or 82. 80, yeah, but but I was I was way too young for that. So we had Superman three and four were really like the ones that came out when we were kids. And uh, I, I did like Superman four though as a kid. I I I had no problem with him fighting on the moon. I thought that was super cool. It wasn't until I was older like that's so dumb. That's so dumb. Well, <laughs> I was <yeah>. a dumb kid. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, God damn, the eighty nine Batman thing was like almost a religious experience that. My parents, 
refused to let me go to the theater and see the film. What? So I, I had to wait till my birthday in that that December for them to buy me the VHS. I had that. And, and I got I got Batman toys, I got Batman, Robin, Joker, and Bob the fucking goon. Bob the goon. Yeah. I still have him so in a box too. Movie while playing with the toys, like at the same time. It's so cool! It's so cool! Yeah, Why sure, couldn't you I'm see sure it in the theater? That my parents were like, "This is too scary for you. You can't see this movie in the theaters." So oh, that's right. You were a sheltered kid, right? When it came yeah. to movies. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. We had much so they, different experiences. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my first. So I, if I'm going to go with, because that was a huge time. But since I didn't get to see it in theaters, I'm going to go with Batman Returns. That was a movie I did go see in theaters, and that shit was mind blowing. Seeing seeing that with my cousin and my uncle, and it was fucking like, oh my god! But then that was yeah, you're right. Batman has just from the Adam West Batman, which was constantly on TV when when I was a kid, to to the Michael Keaton Batman. So then we got the Batman animated series. Yep. And even when Batman kind of died theatrically with them, Batman and Robin, it wasn't that long before we got more Batman with them. Bale? Christopher Nolan's Batman film. So so Batman has just fucking always been around for us. And it's uh, uh, 80 years old. I did have a lot of the... uh, the uh, trade paperbacks of the original Batman. So I'd, I'd read like maybe like the first 20 or so Batman comics. And it's kind of neat, even if it's really. It's dated. Old. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's really dated. It's really dated. I mean, like, it's, it's, yeah, it wasn't until I mean, what the seventies when they made the Joker, like an actual threat. Like, yeah, I mean, like, there was a lot of, yeah, there was a lot of Joker back, back in the, in the early yeah. issues, what? but, but there was a, yeah, there was a, but it, it was just a lot of a lot of silliness too, like super silly and stuff. The so. Joker's boner. That, that's like that fucking meme that's always out there. <laughs> yeah. I'll show them the biggest ah. boner of all, and you're like, I bet you will, Joker. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. Batman Returns. Did you Joker's get a boner boner's in the theater? Boner. I got to remember getting a boner in the theater. Uh, and oh I, god, and I, I've, I've talked. Yeah, I talked to C- oh. I talked with CJ about that on the past episodes of podcast back in the day that that was a a sexual awakening that just happened to also be with me being surrounded by my parents my grandma (laughs) my cousins being like oh no did you have the action figure because with the whip yeah the whip action yeah dude that weird squatty pose yeah listen yeah i have probably have killed civilizations over fucking michelle pfeiffer's image uh as selena kyle uh throughout the years like she was fucking she is still the hottest and best version of Catwoman that we've had uh on film ever. Sorry fucking Anne Hathaway and your nonsense with oh I'm the cat burglar with my ears and it's my thing like uh 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 I want fucked up psychotic. Sorry Eartha Kitt. Nope. Yeah. You know what? For for the time Eartha. Eartha Kitt and fucking uh Julie Newmar like hot Totally hot. Julie Dumar. Totally hot. But you got to divorce yourself from oh, Adam West. Eartha. Oh, Eartha. <laughs> it's, just, it's a weird name to try to That's make true. sexy. That's true. I mean, I, 
I, I've probably jerked it off to Julie Newmar before. I don't know if I've jerked it off to Eartha Kitt, though. Like, the whole... You've jerked it off to... Lots of people. Too Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Uh, I don't think that's uh. the title of the fucking movie, but, like, trust me. Seeing Wesley Snipes in drag and John Leguizamo, yeah, I jerked it off yeah. to that, too. <laughs> you got a little confused that No, it's, it's more like a chat. No, <laughs> was the theater going boner that you were really ashamed of? With my parents to the left of me and my grandparents to the right? Don't Too Wong Fu. What's Next happening? Thing I know I'm squirting across I'm the like, theater. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I was like, wait, he played Luigi. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a freeze frame during Rob Squirt and then timeout. So this is a real turning point for me. <laughs> That's the Rob Hughes documentary. I'm just saying, I don't have shit. That's how your documentary starts, Rob. Is that squirt? Well, if it was going to be that, if, we're, if, we're, if you want to be legit about the squirt, it would be true lies in the theater with my parents with uh jamie lee curtis doing her strip tease i like legitimately like had one of those moments as like a kid where i'm like why are my pants wet like oh no oh no, oh, no. so like that would be my like wait music starts yes you gotta run to the bathroom and like try to calm yourself down Dude, like, don't wolf out don't wolf out <laughs> Rob Hughes, the don't wolf out story. It's, it's happened too. Yeah, I, I tend to wolf out too often. It's not good. Like, I don't have the self-control of Scott. Like, it just, doesn't, it just doesn't fucking work. But yeah, no, fucking Batman Returns. Another good, another good pick. So, CJ, what is your fucking favorite memory of Batman? Do you even have one? You don't have to lie. How dare you? You don't have to lie. How dare you? You don't even have one. I didn't say you don't have one. I said, do you even have one? I was. It was I quite a enjoyed the movie. You know, um, I didn't have the bonding experience that you did with your dad, where it was like all meaningful and like a Full House moment. Your dad's like faggot. Who's <laughs> 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 Batman faggot? <laughs> it was like what? He's actually a badass dad. What are you talking about? He's banging King Basinger. I don't get it. Uh, um, but I, yeah, I saw the movie. I liked the movie a lot, but it wasn't like a huge, huge thing to me. Um, for me, actually, it was more the animated series and specifically the first episode. It was like the second episode I saw of it was uh, the two part Clayface intro. Block. Yeah. And that was like, this is like no cartoon I've ever seen. This is like so fucking deep and cool. And like, oh, what if you could just, your face was clay. You could just like rearrange it. Like, why haven't we gotten him in the movies yet? Like, why haven't they fucking thrown Clayface in the goddamn movie yet with this? Well, the way they write it in that is so perfect where it's like, it's an actor who takes it and then ends up, you know, with a debt having to drink a bunch of it. And then he becomes Clayface. And I'm like, perfect. But you can't hold, you know, the shape forever so everyone's like why don't I just hold the shape i fucking love it's the great. animated series that's i mean again the animated series like i can't say that it holds up still uh, i've tried to watch a bunch of episodes certain episodes do totally still certain hold episodes up. do some don't but yeah. it's not as deep or as dark as i remember it being as like you know a, teen, yeah. like a 12 13 year old uh it's really well oh. done like i like it better than the superman cartoon and you know the shit that kind of came after it and like i never got i was too old for like young justice and the justice league cartoon but that started my joker obsession way more than the movie did i can see that because i love mark hamill's joker you know like the quintessential joker 
Like mm, still the Joker. That voice, that voice is the Joker. Uh, mm-hmm. Now to segue off of that, some breaking yeah. news hit last night. That breaking news. Breaking news. That Mark Hamill is voicing Chucky in the new Child's Play movie, which is not tied to any of the previous movies, which is. It, it's 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 not like a remake or anything because it's a weird rights issue where like Mancini still owns fucking everything, but MGM is able to make one movie and like that's it. Like they can't do like sequels and change it up because they can only do this. And the movie's coming out in like what like a few months, and they just announced that Mark Hamill <laughs> is being Chucky. Now, nerds went nuts. I was not one of those nerds. I love Mark Hamill. I love Chucky. I love the Chucky movies. I grew up on the Chucky movies. Brad Dorif is my Chucky. He's my Chucky. I, I think Mark Hamill voicing Chucky is a great idea wrapped in an absolutely terrible idea that I had zero interest in. Do you? So that's, I mean, it, but Mark Hamill voicing Chucky, that's cool. That's cool. It's a cool I idea. I still, still think that this movie is completely just a, it's it the definition on what of cash doing, grab. Right. Because, well, I mean, you know, he doesn't have... I mean, he's a great voice actor, but... They all sound very similar to well, the Joker. It's going to be they very Joker-ish. Because when he yeah. does his, like, his gangster guys, they're still kind of jokery, you know? Yeah. And when he and does the Joker, he's the a Joker, and then he does... Yeah. So, unless he's got some crazy thing he's been working on that really sounds different... I doubt you know, it. I have a I really feeling. Don't think so. I have but a they feeling. probably just brought him in at the last minute. Like, hey, we need Wait, a we'll name. We'll get the nerds. The nerds will love someone you. else. Did all of the all the lines before. Yeah. Now we got a bigger name. Redo them all. Yeah. No. This like, is, it totally. And it, maybe I'm just a cynic. Uh, and I'm, I'm I'm cynical. I mean, again, I'm not against remakes or reboots at all. This one doesn't make sense to me because Mancini is still making Child's Play movies. Like he's right. still fucking. There's one coming out. The TV show is coming out, and they all are in the same world. And the, uh, with the Cult of Chucky and all those movies that have been on Netflix, like they're actually pretty decent. And like they're opening up the world. So like this just comes out left field. And I feel like they got Mark Hamill specifically to get that nerd quotient in. Like people that didn't care about it, well, they love Luke Skywalker. They love the Joker. They'll come see our Chucky movie, and it could be good. I want the movie not. To, I don't want the movie to be terrible. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want any movie to be terrible. You want it to be full of uh, Mark Hamill references, where he's like, "Well, it's not Luke Skyjoker. dude." Oh my god, I, you know, there's gonna, there's gonna have to be fucking, you know, there's gonna be, like, there's gonna be some line that's gonna somehow reference uh, action figures in he's that gonna, way. He's gonna walk by it like a Luke Skywalker action figure, you know, nice toys, kid. Yes. something along those lines. Or yes, I want to. Okay, it would be kind of cool if at some point he picks up like. A little like toy um, lightsaber and throws it over his shoulder. <laughs> that would Suck be kind of funny. Suck it, last <laughs> Jedi haters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It just I I I I didn't have the excitement that a lot of people I saw online had when they announced it. It was more just like it seems so cynical, man. Like it seems like this Look, is their this is their only way to get people in the theater to see it. It's the only bright spot so far that anybody has in this remake. So uh, I'll give it to him. I'll give I'll give you the fact that yay, Mark Hamill's doing the voice of Chucky in a remake that nobody asked for, nobody wanted, and nobody was interested in until you said those. Right. Until you found out. That and, I mean, so it's, it's a remake of the original movie, like 100. Yes. Uh, pre- uh, pretty close from what I've heard, except that it's not. Power, it's, I beg of you. No, everything. no, except but, they, it's not voodoo. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not a doll. He's a robot. He's like AI. Oh, that's right. It's like it's, it's like it's like the teddy bear from AI. 
Right. Which again, mm-hmm. in theory, like why couldn't you just make a fucking killer doll robot? Why did it have to be Chucky? So they're doing that Simpsons Name episode, Treehouse of Horror, where they had the Bart Rusty. had the doll that was just set or the instead of good. Yeah, that's pretty much what this is then. Basically, like, a froyo, <laughs> 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 but it's cursed. The oh. is cursed <laughs> because of free sprinkles. Yay! Hey. Free sprinkles are also <laughs> cursed. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it just I don't know when when you texted me that Ari, I was just like, oh, oh okay. And then I, I went online and was just like, everybody's just like, yay! And I'm like, no, no. Like, I know why they couldn't get Brad Dorf back, but Brad Dorf is fucking Chucky. Brad yeah. Dorf is fucking Chucky. Wormtongue is fucking Chucky. Like, oh yeah, and he was in Dune as well, so that was neat to see. I was like, oh, Chucky, he's in Dune. <laughs> he had crazy eyebrows. I was like, yeah, look at him, he's crazy. But yeah, I whatever. I it, it, that That's fucking happening. I don't... That's happening. It's a thing. That's- I'm excited to see again soon. Hopefully, Ari, you're saying within the next few weeks we're going to see episode nine trailer. Show me that. That's oh, I'm excited for April, that. April April is going to be a big nerd month. It's going to be a month that us nerds are going to be um, end game across the, the bedrooms in end yeah, game end, end game. So we, got, we were looking for tickets yesterday for that, but they're not quite online yet. So. April second, I think. April second. I heard either April second or April fifth for most places. All right. But see, I live in the Midwest, so I'll just buy the tickets the night before because I don't. <laughs> Shit doesn't sell out here. Like unless it's Star Wars, I can go up to any theater and be like, "Yeah, uh, End Game," and they'll be like, "Yeah, all right." Which is actually, you know, again, Ari, you got to come move to the Midwest, bro. We have snow, so like you can just hang out mm-hmm. in the snow without a vacation, and then you can take a real <laughs> vacation and go somewhere warm. That's a weird <laughs> Sounds <laughs> That's the way to do it. So uh, I'm remiss, you guys. Uh, we should have started the episode with the moment of silence. One of our heroes uh, died again. I mean, these episodes are getting sad, but we got to take a moment of silence real quick for uh, Joe Pilato. <sighs> Captain Rhodes. He got off this monkey farm and off into the uh, the great, uh, the great, the big, the big blue up there. Uh, CJ, I know, uh, you're a big fan of Day of the Dead. You're a big fan of Captain Rhodes. Uh, did you know he died, CJ, is the first question. Joe Pantoliano? No, <laughs> Joe Pilato. It's fucking Rhodes, Day of the Dead. I'm taking away your fucking horror card right now. If you have to IMDB who the fuck Joe Pilato is, bro. <laughs> Fucking Rhodes! <laughs> I'm just trying to, Jesus trying to find... Christ! You, 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 you need a picture! Fucking Captain Rhodes! Captain Rhodes, CJ! Choke on him! Uh, choke yeah. on him! Yeah, I don't know who that is. Choke on yeah. him! Uh, uh, He's been in a lot of horror conventions. Been a lot of shit. And that dude is great. And you know what the greatest thing... I mean, and it should, it's gonna come out wrong. But the greatest thing about him dying was the fact that all the people from the horror came out, you know, and were, like, saying, like, Oh, you know, he was a great actor and you know, it would be missed and da da da. There was a trailer or like a, a pitch reel came out that they did when they were trying to get from Dust Till Dawn before Tarantino came on board and shit to get it made, where fucking Joe Pilato played Seth Gecko. And fucking, oh, dude, Robert Kurtzman shot like a two and a half minute uh, like trailer and what was fucking super interesting because everybody, everybody automatically thinks of Tarantino. That he had this big, this big part, and you know, from dusk till dawn. But really, Kurtzman, Robert Kurtzman is the one who fucking wrote the shit, came up with the story, and then you know, Tarantino fleshed it out. But he made this trailer, this like pitch trailer thing with fucking Pilato as Gecko, 
and in the trailer, all those badass weapons, like the cool stake thing in the inside of the inside of the jackhammer, and like the the the, the super soaker and shit, all of that was in this. And to see Joe Pilato uh, in the role that went to uh, George Clooney was was something was something to behold to be seen. And it was just you know he died. I was sad. I, I love me some roads, but being able to they get when Kurtzman was like, oh, not many people know this, but we shot this and. He played Gecko. Check this out. And I was like, holy shit, that would have been a completely different fucking movie. Like, that dude has a very distinct acting style. Uh, some <laughs> some people are on board. Some people aren't on board. Uh, but I, he'll he'll always be Rhodes to me. And I have CJ to thank for, for getting me on board with, uh, with Day of the Dead. Because uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't always a fan of that. Uh, I much prefer Night and Dawn, and I always felt Day was abrasive it's as fuck. It's an acquired taste. It is. You know? It's it, a- takes, oh. uh, it takes some time to get the nuance. It does. Um, yeah. And uh, thanks I to you, it, you yeah. pushed me to it. You, you know, you, you like, just watch it again. Just do it again. And then once and once I once it clicked. Read it again. What, read it again. Once it clicked, I was on board. So so rest, rest in peace, Joe. Uh, all, all our horror people are dying. All, all, all our heroes just keep dying. Uh, our mortality, you guys, uh, uh, is being questioned. I'm feeling very fucking old. It's, it's getting there. This sucks. This sucks. I don't like it. I really think it would be cool if he had, like, on his tombstone, like, joke on him. Dude. You know, as his, like, quote. Dude, put that in his fucking will. Like, all right, yeah, <laughs> when awesome. I die, joke on him. <laughs> And I also want, and I also want, I also want a speaker that plays that scene every forty, every forty-five minutes, or anytime somebody walks past my grave, yeah, it's like a sensor, like a motion detector. <laughs> you know, that's how I deal with death. I laugh about it. I have to laugh about it. I can't take it too seriously, otherwise I'll just be a depressed bastard. Well, we're not gonna be able to get his autograph anymore. I know, oh, right? It's the first thing I thought. No, I didn't think that. I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was worth more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, I was sad. Cause yeah, I think he was, uh, I think I missed him. He was here, I think a few years ago. And I, for whatever reason, I just didn't end up going to the convention and, and missed him. Um, but it would have been Out cool. Of curiosity. I, uh, I did watch the very first episode of the newest season of, uh, fear of the walking dead. Where they took Morgan and they're like, he's going to be the new character on this show. And I knew it was going to be horrible, right? But they have to get him from like the South. Yeah, Georgia. All the way yeah. to like New Mexico now, okay. right? Okay. So how, how do you think they do that? I mean, I'm assuming. Like, okay, so now I, I, I legitimately have not given a shit about The Walking Dead in like years. And you shouldn't. It's horrible. Yeah, I just, the I was just The curious. Walking Dead, I gave one season and I was like, I don't fucking care about this. Mm-hmm. Uh so, Fear of the Walking Dead is a prequel uh, to The Walking Dead, right? Is it still a prequel, CJ? Or is it now? Well, set- now it's crossing. Now, now apparently that it's caught it's up together? to okay. the timeline, I guess, because now Morgan so- just jumps to the other one, okay. like a crossover. Okay, so it's not Morgan. But he's before- now a member of the other cast. Okay, but okay, so I was gonna say by car because maybe it was still a prequel. Um, if, I don't know, uh, a, a dirigible. He, t- he takes <laughs> <laughs> So you could tell in the very beginning, right, that they had one set from that was left over from the last se- last season yeah. of uh, The Walking Dead. Okay. And they got like three people from The Walking Dead to do an extra scene for Fear of the Walking Dead with this. So you have Morgan sitting in Trashland, you know, where okay. the trash people were. I remember the, I remember the trash he, like, people. Made, the, and he like, the, the at true, the end, true. he ends up living there by himself, right? 
I don't like they're all that. it's all clear and it doesn't really matter okay and so, so all that's left is just him there right and he's living there so it like cuts to like one day fucking carol comes and she's like you know you really got to come back you can't just keep running you know you can't just keep running you really got to come back and live with those and he's like no i'm just gonna stay here oh. i can't go back and do this i'm i'm half crazy morgan right now not full crazy morgan but just half crazy morgan trying to figure it all out and then she leaves and then the same scene cut from a slightly different angle they're still the same like clothes on the head and the line and stuff now rick's there and he's and you can tell it's like they shot this right after all that and he's like morgan you really got to come back you can't just keep running you can't just you gotta come back and hang out with us and gotta be part of society and then of course morgan's like no i can't i'm only half crazy morgan right now so what i gotta do is i gotta sit here and stew on it and then like one other person comes and does the exact same speech morgan you can't run and then it starts like being like and then in his mind (laughs) then in his mind it starts hearing like you know rick's like you can't run you can hide, but you can't run. And then he's up. like, "No, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna run." So then he just <laughs> loves and he leaves. And then it's the worst, like, uh, like just cut cuts of him like walking and him running and him taking cars and him leaving car. And then it's just like all of a sudden he makes it across a bunch of states, you know, so through dumb. all this by himself. So dumb. Runs into some people, finds a cop who's like brain dead. And it kind of reminds me of, uh, you remember the, like, Mice and Men thing they had happening yeah, yeah. in Land of the Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the Sky Flowers. So he's like, it's like that guy. Yeah, he's like the Sky Flowers guy. I love and Land he of the is Dead, like, by the way. And he's, like, a, and he's also a crack shot, not with a rifle, but with a with a fucking... So he's, like, so now you got Karate Man, and you got, like, old-timey perfect shot, like, six-shot <laughs> guy. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Okay. And you think that would be fun. So once you get past that, then it goes back into boring old Fear of the Walking Dead, where it's just they all just talk about stuff and nothing happens. Did you watch yeah, this recently? Fantastic. Yeah. Have you watched Love, Death, and Robots yet? No. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, stop watching shitty shows you know are shit and spend 15 minutes and watch one episode of Love, Death, and Robots. Of course, you know what happened was like on like Hulu or something, it was just like you know things like you're new into. things yeah. or recommended things or something i'm just like oh yeah i forgot about fear of the that. walking dead how did morgan get across the country <laughs> no. instead of me being like no. i should go watch something no. good what i'm gonna do how did morgan get I'm across gonna, the country i'm gonna start fucking I wonder if he meets no I remember when i did up what is it like two years ago when leslie and i went into your hulu and we started fucking up your fucking we started fucking up the algorithm i'm gonna yes, fuck it up and start putting good shows back on there so then you'll be like, oh, what is this? Maybe I should watch this. I can't believe you're wasting time. Dude, Dare- the best thing about The Walking Dead is when Darebont fucking left. It was like, fuck this show. Like, <laughs> they even brought Opie from Sons of Anarchy on as, like, fucking Beta or whatever, who is, like, awesome from the comics. Because, like, they fucking wear, like, masks of, like, the zombies to, like, blend in. I'm like, that's badass. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, but who oh. gives a shit? Don't care because they still make Daryl the lead guy and fucking it's ugh, fuck that show. Did you see Marilyn Manson with uh, Daryl on his uh, motorcycle hanging out with people show? I saw the right thumbnail. Down, I saw, went, I saw went the, to go eat some uh, spicy food or something. I saw the thumbnail <laughs> just, uh... and I'm not, I didn't want to, 
I didn't want you don't to want to put up. that as part no. of the Manson documentary? <laughs> no, 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 not my Manson, not my Manson. I tagged up my Manson. <laughs> yeah. My Manson nails condoms, use condoms to a wall. He's not eating pie with Daryl. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I ain't the with final that. chapter of the book. <laughs> not dealing with that nonsense. Pie with Daryl. Oh my God. You know he's going to be on Hot Ones at some point. Manson on Hot Ones. I want that so bad. It'd be the worst interview I want to ever. be like, dude. <laughs> no, dude. Fucking Sean Evans. Sean Evans trying to fucking corral Manson on the Hot Ones would be ridiculous. Like, I just want him to, like, he, he takes, like, the bomb hot sauce, takes a big thing. He's just like, oh. Oh my god. Okay. Before we wrap all this up, because you guys haven't seen this, I don't think, uh, I have to say a shout out to a movie that I watched last night that I highly, highly, highly recommend everybody out there who somewhat enjoys my thoughts on movies, check out called The Standoff at Sparrow Creek. It is a drama. Sounds like an old John Wayne movie or something. Dude, it is like a drama movie uh, starring a bunch of awesome people. Uh, one of my favorite actors, character actors, James Badge Dale, uh, who is in a lot of shit. Uh, you might know him, CJ, from Iron Man 3. He was uh, the guy that kind of was with uh, the bad guy. Maybe, I don't know if you know that. Most people know him from Iron Man 3. He blows up uh, John Favreau because he was like all filled with this crazy power. He's just a badass. But this movie is amazing. If you go into it, uh, if you go into it completely blind, it's I, I highly recommend it. And the best take on it would be like, it's a more serious Reservoir Dogs. It all takes place in one fucking warehouse. And it's fucking tense as shit. And you don't know where the fuck it's going. And it's just a lot of great character actors doing character actor stuff. Uh, and it's all about uh, uh, crazy right-wing militias. So fucking super duper interesting. Uh, some of you out there on this podcast may have access to this right now for another 24 hours or so. You may want to check it out. It's fucking super good, and it's only 86 minutes, CJ, so you're not going to waste too much of your time. <laughs> <laughs> I I was going to watch it last night, but we had some people over, and my, my buddy Corey and his girlfriend Nicole, and she had never seen The Evil Dead. So we ended well, up takes... watching the... Wait, the new yeah. one or the original? One? No, the original. The original Evil oh. Dead. The first yeah. one sucks. Yeah, the original, original. Well, we, we had to start at the beginning, so then we can go to the Evil Dead 2. No, and, you start with then... Evil Dead 2. You just start. Sure. Well, you just start with Evil Dead 2. It's I'm, the I'm, same movie. You're just, making exactly. watch the same movie twice. Yeah, exactly. And it's a better yeah. version of the first movie. I'm not a purist in that. People will yell at me, but I hate the Evil mm -hmm. I hate the oh, Evil I, Dead. I, I, I love the just the... first the, one the has moments, but there's way too much claymation for me, and it's bad claymation. Everything's <laughs> orange. Well, it, no, there's a lot of Play-Doh. What it is, there's a lot of Play-Doh. It's like orange Play-Doh. Yeah. Green and orange and yellow Play-Doh just... Yeah. Like they, they were out of the budget. I have, a, I have a controversial statement here, you guys. I, I kind of actually prefer the remake to uh, the originals. Uh, the remake's definitely I, different. I, lo I love the remake. It's definitely I much more of a straight up horror. I love the remake. I don't know, man. I'll put it this way. I'll, even it's more, a different movie. I mean, even, two's a comedy and remake's not. Even more controversial. Uh, I, I prefer the TV show over all of the uh, Evil Dead movies. And I hate Army of Darkness with a fucking passion. 
I love Army of Darkness. I know, so I know, I know, I know, I, I know. You have my steel. Yeah, no, I, I can't fucking do it, man. Like, it's funny, but like, I tried. Ted Raimi for the win. I'm not hating on Ted Raimi. <laughs> there are parts that are decent, but I can't, man. I can't. I prefer Ash versus the Evil Dead. If I'm gonna watch fucking Bruce Campbell, I'd rather Ash watch Ash versus Evil Dead. Fucking fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you that. But I still need to finish season three. But no, I, I totally dug the uh, the show. Yeah. Um, I can't yeah. watch the original. But yeah, that makes sense. Sorry. Um, uh, the standoff at Sparrow Creek is not what you would call a feel good movie, nor is what I would call like, hey, everybody, gather around the TV and let's watch <laughs> this movie. Uh, it is, however, a fantastic fucking like tense thriller. Like I knew nothing about it. It was just, I, I was just flipping around looking for something to watch last night, and I was like, "Huh, I like that guy." And yeah, hmm. and it, it was I highly, highly recommend that. Uh, and, and also highly, highly, highly recommend uh, Bumblebee uh, for those out there who have maybe given Bumblebee. up, given up the Bay, the Bay Formers, uh, as they've been known to be called. Uh, Bumblebee is nothing like the Bayformers. Uh, no one saw Bumblebee, so now it's, the sequel is going to be more like Bayformers. So you may only get Bumblebee, which is legitimately a great 80s action throwback uh, with John Cena, who is actually surprisingly <laughs> very funny and very, very good in it. So I do recommend uh, Bumblebee if, if, if you're into it. You can't see me. You can't see me. Can't see me. That's, can't see it's me. hard hard to watch a movie where you can't see him at all throughout the whole thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> at least you can hear him. But you were right, Ari. Bumblebee is really fucking good. I was I was I want to see John Cena play a vampire so he could be in the movie like Oh my oh, god! They can't see me. Oh, oh they can't see me. Oh my god, thank you for spurring that on as well. Again, these just little quick reviews. The What We Do in the Shadows television show on FX. If you liked What We Do in the Shadows, the movie, which was fantastic, the TV mm -hmm. show on FX. Done by the done by Jermaine Clement and Takiki Watiti or whatever Taika mm -hmm. Watiti directed the first episode. Dude, it is fucking great. It is not a watered down version of the movie at all. It is fucking hilarious. And I just watched the movie because of the TV premiering, and I'm like, I should probably finally get around to watching this movie. And oh my god, we're not we're werewolves, not, not swearwolves. Wolves. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's fucking great. I love this so much. Mm. Love it. And I, I really love the when he's telling the story about how he got turned. And he's like, and that's how I met Pita. And it turns, <laughs> and like, just come, pan the camera over. And it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking great. Oh, my God. And my favorite part about the TV show is they turned uh, the Nate from The Office. You know The Office? I don't know the character, the actor's name, but Nate was one of the warehouse guys. Uh, he was mm -hmm. the bald guy that was kind of... um. He was just silly. He plays the psychic vampire, and you're like psychic vampire, and he's just a dude that bores people. So he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like in his office, and he's like, yeah. And then you know, I went to the store this weekend, and I went ahead and I bought some new cleaning supplies so I could go ahead and clean my my bathroom this weekend. And you see the people like going like, uh, like they get these sucking, he's sucking their energy, and then like he looks at the camera, and he's got like the vampire eyes. So fucking funny. It's so fucking funny. So. If, oh, he's an energy vampire? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's psych yeah. and it's great, and he's the only vampire that can uh, harm other vampires because he sucks their energy too. And it's, <laughs> like, the actor is so fucking funny. Like, it's they picked the perfect actor for that. So, for people who are kind of, you know, love the movie or maybe even, never even saw it and maybe thought it would be a watered down version, fuck no. What we do in the Shadows Effects show, thumb, th thumbbs up. I, I can't wait. Uh, I was laughing out loud throughout the entire thing, so. Very, very good. Yay! There's a lot of good things coming out and things that are great. But uh, we're going kind of long. Is there anything else you guys want to bring up before we end this fucking shebang? 
Yeah, we can call it a day. We're calling it a day. Next episode, I'm going to bring a fantastic topic. I'm going to throw it to you guys now so you can kind of think about it. Because I have a, this is going to be a, this is going to be a really good show, I think. If you were filthy fucking rich, like just billionaire, like what money. Do you, what do you mean if? <laughs> Fuck you. You better be tossing me some money, bitch. <laughs> filthy fucking rich. What would be a totally outrageous eccentric thing you would buy and or do? Keep that in mind because I have an example of a real person. Real did. world or like fantasy world? And you're a billionaire. So let's uh, this, this, keep it in the real world. Like that's just, and, but, but, but because you're a billionaire, you could be like, I made myself an Iron Man suit because I could afford okay. to fucking make, you know, I, 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 Elon Musk built this for me cause I could just pay him. So, but mm -hmm. keep it in the realm of real world because I found a guy and I have a backstory to a real fucking human that I read about. This is what spurred this on. That is amazing. But I can't bring it up now because we'd go for another hour because this guy is fucking great. So keep that in mind. If you like the show, make sure to fucking like us on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out everywhere. Just do a search, Brain Dead Radio. Tell your friends. Fucking share this shit. Uh, you know, fucking tag us uh, everywhere. You know, hashtag Lilith Fair Larson. Uh, let's get that trend. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> CJ, don't worry. Show for the podcast, they said. <laughs> fun, they for Brain Dead Radio, my name is Rob with C to the J, and of course, motherfucking... Alright. And... Transmission. Brain Dev Radio Production. Yeah. Visit us at www.braindevradio.com.